Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of As the Sports World Burns. My name is Tony Burns. Coming to you with old school wisdom from a new school perspective. Had some beautiful weather this week in South Arkansas. Um, you know, I spent um, uh, El Dorado hosted the conference Five A South conference track meet on Tuesday, and I was out there and I spent uh, probably spent more time outside on that one day than I have the last. I don't know, year and a half, two years combined. It's uh, it was just nice and sunny, nice little breeze. It was perfect. Um, it's been nice all week, and as as I say that, I believe it's expecting some rain probably this weekend. Uh, but uh, I'm not gonna worry about that. Don't worry about the weather because you can't do anything about it anyway. But when it's nice. Uh, I think we should all take advantage of it. Get outside. Just feel better when you spend time outside in the sun rather than being cooped up in front of a computer all day, um, as I am now at this moment. But um, yeah, uh, locally on the local scene, uh, like I said, we had conference track meets last week. This week, upcoming, we have the state track meets at various locations around the state. El Dorado will compete in the 5A state track meet on Thursday, May 5th, in Van Buren. The Wildcats and Lady Wildcats will both be going for a state championship. They both have outstanding opportunities. Um, I'll be rooting from afar because I am not making that drive to Van Buren. Uh, The Class 2A with Parker's Chapel in Junction City, that meet will be held in Quitman, Arkansas, on May 3rd. Tuesday, May 3rd. Smackover will travel to Lincoln, Arkansas for the 3A State Track Championships also on Tuesday, May 3rd. And Westside Christian will travel to Salem Springs next Saturday for the Heartland Christian Association State Track Meet. Good luck to all the local athletes. Um... I, could, I really wish I could watch some of these, especially Eldrated Ben Buren. But like I said, that's a long haul. And um, also this week, um, well, next week we'll have the regional baseball and softball tournaments. Um, Parker's Chapel is going to host one, that re- one of those regionals. I do plan to get over there and watch some softball. The Lady Trojans and Lady Dragons of Junction City will both be in Parker's Chapel. I believe Parker's Chapel's boys will be in the baseball regional. So um, hopefully we'll get some more good weather uh, and have, and see some really nice uh, local kids competing in baseball and softball. Also next week, uh, Daniel Gafford of the Washington Wizards 
will be in town at El Dorado to have his jersey retired. Daniel is a graduate of El Dorado High School. He's a former Wildcat. Watch the young man throw down many a dunk at the Wildcat Arena. He will return home to get his jersey retired. Uh, be the first jersey retired at El Dorado basketball. 9 o'clock in the morning on Monday. That'll be a challenge for me to wake up at, but uh, I will do it for, for Daniel. Looking forward to seeing him. I haven't seen, I haven't actually seen Daniel in person since um, our Scholar Athlete Banquet back his senior year. So it's been a while. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, as far as the topic of discussion for today, um, not one that you really want to discuss, but it's just kind of in the news. Uh, we had a um, a college, another college athlete committed suicide this week. This was a young lady named Lauren Burnett. She was the catcher for James Madison University. Uh, if you watch any of the softball World Series last year, uh, James Madison made it to the College World Series. Uh, they had a pitcher. Uh, Odyssey, and I cannot think of her last name, but uh, they were they were national news, and um, the catcher for that team returned, and she committed suicide, I believe. I shouldn't say that for sure, uh, but she uh, she died at the age of twenty. Um, before that, uh, track athlete or runner from Wisconsin Madison. At the age of 21, Sarah Schultz took her own life. And a couple weeks before that, the goalkeeper for Stanford University soccer team, women's soccer team, Katie Meyer, committed suicide at the age of 22. I think it's safe to say this is close to becoming a an epidemic. Um, young people especially overachieving young people. These are college Division I athletes competing at a very high level with extremely bright futures you would think ahead of them. Um, it's a tragedy, obviously. Um, it's it, At some point, we need to start looking at this because it's happening. We've had, in this area alone, we've had a couple three or four, actually, uh, young people take their own lives in the last couple of years. And um wonder why. I haven't, I mean, uh, I know, you know, we have professional athletes, uh, Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles and Michael Phelps talking about um, mental health of young people, of athletes and all that. And, uh, and we got to start taking this stuff seriously. Um, like I said, it's not, this is totally new to me. When I was growing up, this, I don't, I mean, I don't know what the difference is. I mean, it, it would be easy to be the old man and say the kids today are, are soft or, or, or they're not tough enough. Uh, and that's just not, not the case. I'm not going to say that because, um, uh, the truth is, there is more pressure on young people today than we had in our day. Um, I don't have a child, so I'm 
I don't really understand all the pressure. I, I, I spend my life around high school athletes, but I don't see them. Um, I don't communicate with them socially. I don't know the day-to-day pressures that they that they have other than at ball games when they're trying to make free throws or hit hit the curveball or whatever. I, I only see them in competition and games, and so I don't really understand the full uh, weight that they're bearing on a day-to-day basis. Uh, obviously, it's considerable uh, if, if young people are taking their own lives. Um, and, 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 but no, it's not because youth today are softer or, or, but, but it's just a different world. And, um, we need to figure out what can be done. The only thing I know is just to, would be just to listen. If you're a parent, teacher, coach, friend, uh, if someone is talking, listen to what they're saying and I mean really listen uh a lot of these people a lot of um I'm sure some of these people sort of gave some warning signals uh maybe not but I would imagine if they did and someone didn't pick up on it that would be an answer um but I don't know I think if we would just all be nicer, you know, it's a simple solution. If we, but we're not as nice as we used to be. A lot of that's the internet. Internet people can be mean and and not do it face to face. They can say things on the computer, on their laptop, and they can say these things anonymously, say things that they would never say to someone's face, and they feel emboldened to do it over a keyboard on a computer. The internet may be the greatest invention of my life, of my lifetime. It may also end up being the worst invention of my lifetime. Uh, It's a great tool if you use it. And unfortunately, it's turned into a great weapon if you use it that way. Um, but like I said, just we need to just start being nicer. You know, uh, back in the old days, we had you know, the, the old people had a saying: "If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all." We need to go back to that. You know, just uh, people feel like. And, and they have a right. We're, we're really big into in, in using our rights now. I have a right to freedom of speech. I can say what I want to say, and, and you know, don't really care if it hurts someone's feelings. You know, it's my right to say it and all that. Uh, and you do you have a right to freedom of speech, but speech isn't free. Someone's gonna pay for what you're saying. It's some, you know, and so if you wouldn't say it to someone's face, then don't say it. Okay. Back in the olden days before computers, if I wanted to say something about Tommy, I had to say it to his face so he would, you know, 
and when you had to say to someone's face, uh, you thought twice before you know before you, you said something like that. So start thinking twice. Think before you hit send. It's just be nicer to people. And um, if someone's down, if someone's not in a good mood, if someone, you know, seems to be having some troubles, listen to them. If they if they if they want to unload their their feelings on you, listen. And uh, maybe maybe someone you can help someone who is thinking about doing something, some harm to themselves. Uh, this mental health thing is a real deal. And um, we all need to stick a hand in the huddle and try to see if we can help. Um, top five list for today. Uh, some people know I am a... Um, I guess the doctor says pre-diabetic. Uh, I haven't had any soda pop, any Coca-Colas, any of that stuff in uh, over a year. And so my top five lists are my favorite sodas that I have not, that I can no longer consume. Um... Uh, number five... It's just go Coke, classic Coke. Uh, I probably shouldn't be doing this list, so now I'm trying to think of what it used to taste like. And classic Coke and some a glass of ice. Oh boy, especially on a hot day. Number four, A and W root beer. I like root beer. A and W was my preferred choice over Barg's root beer. For some reason, I didn't like Barg's, but A uh, and W root beer. I don't know if they still make it. Number three, New Grape Soda. Speaking of, don't know if they still make it. New Grape Soda. It's a grape soda. Um, and a lot of places, uh, I used to get it at Brookshire's. They used to buy, you get it in like, like a case. I don't know if, I've never, I haven't seen it in a, in a convenience store or I didn't see it in convenience stores for, for the last couple of years. So it may be, may no, no, no longer exists, but New Grape. That thing had so much sugar in it that it was just a. Uh, that's probably how I became pre-diabetic. <laughs> New grape soda, number two, Sprite. Sprite, um, love Sprite. Uh, and fortunately, uh, as a pre-diabetic, uh, I drink uh, one of my drinks of choice when I want some flavor is the uh, sparkling ice water, carbonated water. And they have a flavored lemon lime that is as close to Sprite as I'm ever going to get again. Uh, so, Sprite. And number one, of course, my favorite, and I'm sure it's yours too, Dr. Pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Love Dr. Pepper. I even liked, um, what is it, the... Um, Sugar-free or Diet Dr. Pepper. Back when I was watching my figure. But yeah, Dr. Pepper. Number one soda pop of all time for me that I will never be able to drink again. And on that happy note, thank you so much for listening. 
Hope you have a good day. Be nice to people. Let's be nice. As you were. <laughs>